0: freedom and how do we know if we have it or not? Let's start with the standard definition of freedom. I put this into Google and it threw off a couple of answers. Freedom is the power or right to act, speak or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint and the absence of a despotic government. The right to freedom of association is recognized as a human right, a political freedom and a civil liberty, although this freedom can be limited by laws that protect public safety. When I read this, it didn't satisfy my need for uh, an realistic answer. It, it's talking in worldly terms that doesn't really give the individual any direction on how to obtain it if, if liberties are being stripped away by you know, a subtle form of tyranny. So there is an argument that humans are naturally selfish, particularly if basic needs are not being met, according to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Therefore, total freedom in this context would lead to civil unrest and anarchy in the commonly held meaning of the word, not its true meaning. So we might perceive anarchy to be rioting and things like that. The real meaning of the word anarchy is anti-rule. So uh, a lot of people are actually anarchists without knowing it. It's just the real meaning of the word. So if we look at countries like Liberia in the 90s, for example, we can see that when basic needs aren't met, and there is no rule of law, human freedom can be incredibly destructive. Murder, rape and pillaging become commonplace. But as per Immanuel Kant's description, freedom is the ability to govern one's actions on the basis of reason and not desire. Once fundamental needs are met, we can then operate within reason rather than through the desire that often controls us. If society operates with reason, which is a positive level of consciousness, and not desire, which is a negative level of consciousness, then freedom can work alongside harmony. How can we meet these fundamental needs of humans without a government if society is on its knees? In the West, it's easy for us to to shout freedom because we have safety and security there met. Many other countries don't have that. And that's something that we need to be aware of before we actually go into the discussion of what freedom is and and whether we've got it or not. So in the developed world, we have relative political freedom, and I use that term lightly, although that is questionable at the moment surrounding the COVID situation. We've had the 1776 United States Declaration of Independence, all men having the natural right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And in Britain, we we hold certain values dear, such as democracy, rule of law, respect, tolerance, and of course, individual liberty. Uh, But there are certain people and groups usurping these values, of course there is. And often it seems people and groups in high places with a lot of influence, Uh, something to be aware of as well, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Regardless of how loud some groups shout and try and put these countries down, It doesn't defy the reality that the Western world has built a civilization to be immensely proud of, something other cultures aspire to. Is it perfect? Far from it. But it's something to build on as we evolve as a species. Let's take Silicon Valley, for example. By giving companies the freedom to create, we have technology that can drive humanity forward. Granted, the, the technology can also destroy us and they've got far too much power, these companies. But freedom, requires responsibility. And freedom is the key that has allowed humanity to flourish up to this point. It's human creation in action. So freedom to express is the medium of using man's mind for creation. Just think about it. Has there ever been anything created by humanity that first didn't start in the mind? And therefore, a man's decision to halt another man's creativity by whatever means he thinks is necessary is a disruption of that process. There is no coincidence that abundance, in all of its forms, flows through a society and through individuals when individual liberty is held as its highest value. Only when people are free in thinking and in expression can we create magic that drives us higher in consciousness so what stops this process of human creation and evolution the main obstacle is coercion coercion is forcing another party to act in an involuntary manner by use of threats or force for example i still have to pay tax to the government even if i completely disagree with how they are, how they operate how they're spending it if i don't pay then i'll receive threats of legal action against me that's coercion I don't want to be paying these people when they're going to war, for example. You know, I would have no problem paying some tax if I had the freedom to choose where that money was going to. But not when it's used to to drop bombs on villages in the middle of nowhere. I'm not gonna be an accomplice to that atrocity. Another one is over-regulation that could also be seen as a a form of coercion. Having to work around boundaries set by dark-suited bureaucrats decreases creativity and productivity. Entrepreneurs and the creative types won't bring magic into the world because the regulations put up too many hurdles for them from the outset. They won't even start a lot of people. It's no coincidence that entrepreneurs flee to the places that encourage innovation with little coercion from government. Freedom and creativity are intrinsically linked. Okay, so now I'd ask the question, do people actually want freedom or do they just talk about it? Look around us today. The Western world is on its knees right now and it certainly raises a question. Do people actually want freedom or do they want freedom from freedom? Once our fundamental needs are met, which as a rule they are in the developed world, then freedom should be seen as a universal birthright. The COVID situation is causing a lot of conflict between people because there there are many who feel threatened by an illness and therefore therefore do not feel safe. Hence, they're not meeting their safety needs. They will welcome restrictions on our freedom in order to fulfill this need of safety and security. Whereas the other half of the population, maybe less or maybe more, aren't worried about the illness. Their safety needs are met because they're not even considering that they're they're ill and they're looking forward. They've got big concerns regarding the restrictions on our freedom and I'm one of those. So this friction and polarity will continue between people until we all recognise that this is what's happening at a deeper level. As in enterprise, as in uh, entrepreneurship and business, supply always follows the demand if there is a demand for safety then people will beg for it regardless of how that is supplied and this is how tyrannical governments get into power promising a brighter future after a time of relative hardship evil always preys on a man's virtues and with this begging for safety comes the supply of tyranny stripping individuals of their liberties we can't blame the tyrants here They are doing what tyrants do. They're just being that level of a tyrant. We need to look at the people who are begging for it. The problem therefore isn't in the tyranny itself, but the state of mind that is asking for it. And so where does real freedom reside? Where does it come from? Freedom with the capital F. It resides within each, each individual. No government, no society, nothing can give you freedom because freedom is a state of being in the world. It isn't something you can be given by anything or anyone. If you're at the mercy of emotional reactivity, if anger, fear, apathy, guilt, all that stuff clouds your reality, cloud everything that you do, then how can you expect to be free? We must transcend these levels before believing you have any sense of freedom. I've been to the slums of India, and they're free people. And I've walked through the city of London, bankers in their suits and ties, sitting in their ivory towers, despising themselves. They're not free people. So freedom is an inner state of consciousness. And we arrive at that point with introspection, inner development. When enough people do this work, there'll be no demand for tyranny. And therefore there won't be a supply. Freedom in the world manifests when people are free within, not the other way around. And in the words of Patrick Henry, a founding father of the US, I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And that's it for this video. Like, subscribe and do all the other good stuff. Um, I'm also just launching a Patreon where you can support this work. Uh, we'll have monthly Zoom calls where we speak about sovereignty, consciousness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and some other, other good things like that. Uh, the link will be in the description. Thank you for watching.